0: Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is Doc. I can be heard on most platforms, iTunes, Google, uh, Spotify. Just look me up, Strange Talk with Doc, in the search, and you will find your favorite place that you enjoy podcasts. Then I would love if you would like, share, comment, especially comment. Most important thing to me is comments more than likes and shares. I like listeners I like feedback. Uh, This is a podcast that deals with a lot of different subjects, news, sports, politics, wrestling, trivial stuff, important stuff, but we never gossip here. We have guests from time to time. This is not some place where I will preach to you, try to teach you something that I think that you should probably already know. I'm not trying to open your third eye. I'm not trying to kick the knowledge to you. I just want you to sit back, hear somebody else's opinion about popular subjects that are going on in the world today. So let's kick it off. Last night, the UFC had a card, Korean Zombie, for Marchino. It was a very good card. If you like blood, if you like knockouts, if you like submissions, if you like to see the women, no-nonsense fighting, which I love. Then tune in. It was on ESPN, ESPN Plus. So I'm sure that you could find this broadcast somewhere on the internet or just go to the UFC site or ESPN Plus. Even though I don't want you to really spend money on ESPN Plus, I'm just giving you the information. Now, next week, first of all, the show has changed time slots. I have now moved to 9 a.m. Sunday Eastern Standard Time, every Sunday at 9 a.m. I like to steal back a little of my Sunday morning for myself. We usually go at 10, but from now on, like I stated, we will be going at 9. Next week, June 30th, at 9 a.m., we're going to do a special show. It's a show dedicated to all things hip-hop, nothing but hip-hop. Unless something major happens in the world, the only subject that we will discuss is hip-hop. Hip-hop's over the 80s, the 90s, 2000, present day, favorite groups, best artists, best lyricists, uh, best female rapper, best artist who is no longer with us, deceased, favorite songs. Even we're going to discuss some trap and people that we do not like, most overrated, most underrated. We're going to tackle hip-hop produces everything front and back this is not the gospel this is just our opinion doc and whoever calls an opinion on the subject okay i was going to get into this show euphoria on hbo but it's kind of disturbing to me i'm a not an old man but i'm a gentleman of some age and I just don't feel comfortable watching a show about teenage girls promiscuous, being promiscuous, slightly dressed. If I'm going to watch a show like that, I want it to be adult characters. So I, even though I originally had it on the agenda, I decided that I'm going to stay away from it. Lately, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. These juveniles and um, detention, juveniles and correctional facilities. I find it quite interesting. I find the lack of respect that they have for authority and grown-ups to be shocking, actually. We have a generation of young people who refer to everybody as bro. I remember bro was a term that a man used on another male. Now people are calling their grandmother bro. I mean, it's weird, huh? But what a day. We had good old Trump tell Staphanopoulos that he may not alert the FBI if rival governments actually gave him damaging information about Democrats or even Republicans that will be running against him in 2020, even though we have not even heard of this animal called a Republican who has claimed that they want to run for president in 2020. I've never seen a challenge. Uh, an election that didn't have really a challenger from the same party. So what is the purpose of the Republican primaries if Trump's brought in solo? It makes no sense. But this is upsetting and troubling. So if he got damaging information, he would take this information and just use it for his benefit. He wouldn't use it to maybe get this person prosecuted. Maybe they did something to jeopardize United States of America in uh, international areas. So I don't even understand how he gets to say the things that he gets to say publicly. And it's no more than a soundbite for a comedian. It's no more than a late night talk show joke. The people who are in power turn a blind eye and a dead ear to anything this man says, no matter how obnoxious, how crazy it may be. I just don't understand it. We had the NBA draft this weekend. It was a beautiful thing. I, it's kind of weird to say that the NBA draft was a beautiful thing, but it was a beautiful thing to see such so many humble young men enter the NBA on their dream night, their dream come true night, but to do it in a way that was dignified, classy, it showed that there are black fathers out there, America. These kids are not all just uh, been left in some hard-knock story. A lot of them had their fathers in their life. Their fathers was just as emotional as they was. Uh, I have watched the draft for 20, 25 years, something like that. And most times, these guys come on stage with an air about themselves that is like they've already accomplished everything in life. And I take nothing away from a guy who busts his ass. High school star, AAU star, then becomes a college star. And then he enters the NBA or the NFL. And he comes up there and he has this beautiful suit. Sure, they they was wearing jewelry that was uh, way above their pay grade the day before the draft. Not the day after the draft. The jewelry fit the day after. I mean, who wouldn't loan tens of thousands of dollars to a guy who's going to be making tens of millions the very next day. So I I begrudged him not, but it was nice to see Zion lead the way. And actually he looked great. He sounded great and he was humbled. He thanked who he needed to thank. And for that, I appreciate all the young men who took that stage that night and did it in a manner that was, Like, you know what? This is not a guarantee. This is not a birthright. This is something i worked hard for. I've been blessed to get where I'm at. And it did not go unnoticed. It did not go unnoticed by, I would say, millions of people who viewed this. The people who viewed and didn't feel any way about it, probably because they wouldn't have liked these kids to begin with. So we had another situation this week with a gunman. This David Isaac Clyde. But fortunately, he was actually killed outside the Dallas federal courthouse before he could actually fire on anybody. I don't even know. Maybe this was just a death by suicide cop. Suicide, where this young man really didn't want to hurt anybody, but he didn't know any other way out, and he was scared to do himself in, so he let somebody do him in. I really don't know, but he is no longer... On this planet, he can't bring harm to anybody else. So it's nice to finally hear about a situation like this that was nipped in the buzz before innocent lives was lost. So good old Trumpino, number 45, the dude at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C. The leader, quote unquote, of our country, the leader of the free world. He comes out and he tells everybody that ICE is going to be doing this raid which would have been today to round up these uh, 2040 illegal immigrant families now this was privileged information that he should not have leaked so this Kevin Landy the former senior ICE official said this is why agencies don't even like to tell him this information because Then he uses it, he goes on, it becomes a Twitter, IG thing for him, becoming braggadocious. Look at what we're getting ready to do. This way, so that when he goes to one of these crazy-ass Nazi rallies, these people can go apeshit for the rhetoric that he's getting ready to put in his face. But he did meet with Nancy Pelosi yesterday, and he promised to give this a two-week extension to see if the Republicans and Democrats could come up with some kind of game plan because we don't want to be separating two three-year-old six-month-old kids from their mothers and fathers just because they entered this country alone they still should be treated with dignity We, we we're supposed to be able to hold our heads up as americans and say that we treat those who enter this country legally or illegally not as animals but as human beings and no kids should suffer. No kids should be mistreated. No kids should not have the protection of their parents who are in their lives. So for this, I kind of applaud him. I kind of applaud Nancy. I don't. I wish that they can come to some kind of a accord so that the families can at least, if they're going to be deported, they would be deported as a family unit, not the child here, daddy here, mommy here. These people from what I understand, are not causing any more problems when they get in these detention centers. So it's no reason at all to mistreat them. We would have to think about if it was American citizens in another country, how would we want these Americans as families to be treated? Well, down in Wendell, North Carolina, we have a John and Teresa Freeman. They own this private outdoor recreation center and they have a pool. But they decide to come out with paperwork, which I find to be overtly, I mean, over the top racist, because they're not talking to white people when they say these things. No dreadlocks. People have been growing dreadlocks forever. I don't see what the deal is. No extensions, no weaves. I can understand that you don't want the baggy pants. I don't want baggy pants around me. I don't want to see another man's drawers. I'm heterosexual. There's no need for me to see another man's drawers. I don't need to see the crack of his ass. I don't need his pants around his knees. Uh, first of all, I'm, I know I'm a nut job, but I don't even want to see a motherfucking man's feet. So I'm not at pools and beaches, so I don't even see his feet. But So if I don't want to see your feet, you know damn well I don't want to see your ass. So that part I understand. But to discriminate to the point where you're saying, you know, some people wear dreadlocks fashion, but it it's also a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. It is a religious thing for some people. But to say that people with weaves, I mean, then what else do you say next? What is the next thing? You know, what else do you ban? And if they are getting a dime from the state. Or city of Wendell in North Carolina. I hope that the city of Wendell withdraws all funding towards this pool. It's sad that people are going to be hurt because the weather's hot. We we're talking 90, 95 degree weather almost on a daily basis here in North Carolina. So people would love to be able to go to the community pool, chill out, relax, cool off, have some good time, some laughter. It's a way for people to socialize, network, meet new people, but you don't need people who are running these type of facilities to add fuel to the fire in a already flammable environment that we are living here in in America. And you cannot fool yourself to say that things are we are in a Kindle. It's America is a Kindle. I mean, it's like. You've started the fire and somebody's just slowly blow, blowing on the ambers, waiting for the bonfire to erupt. And we're not really looking for that. We I'm hoping for better because I'm a positive person. I'm trying to keep a positive outlook on a very negative and nasty situation, but it it is what it is, people. So Google pledges a billion dollars, one B billion dollars to help with the housing situation in that San Francisco Bay area. They said they're gonna build 15,000 new homes over the next few years. They said it will include mid-level and low-income families. But after doing the math on a billion dollars, and you divide that by 15,000, we're talking about homes that are only $66,000 each, Where is there any homes in America for $66,000? That's almost a glorified shed. I mean, Google started this by making this area only livable by those who were the big time Silicon Valley people. So everybody that's in this area of San Francisco that's homeless aren't drug addicts welfare recipients uh, people of no means it's just they can't afford these 18 19 twenty four hundred dollar a month rents so they went to living in trailers and vans and so it's an eyesore and Google figuring when you say the word billion everybody says damn you're doing such a great thing they'd be better off spending 10 billion building decent homes and then charging a fair mortgage or fair rent on the properties. If he was really looking to fix the situation, but 60, I I can't even, I can't even imagine what a $66,000 home is. I mean, how bad a shack is 66,000? I mean, I guess you can get a $66,000 home if you lived in uh. I don't know, maybe the Dakotas or New Mexico or something like that. Okay, who we got online? Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Chuck. Jeff? Chuck, Chuck, it's Chuck. Oh, Chuck, what's going on, brother?
1: What's going on?
0: Not much, man. Everything. Good, good, good. And yourself?
1: I'm okay, man. I'm going to catch the show today. I caught it, so was
0: going on i appreciate it how's the weather oh,
1: yeah. uh you know new york weather is funny man it's, it's, one minute it's raining the next minute it's hot
0: <laughs> well we uh, we you know we, we got the same thing going on down here oh yeah yeah but our hot is 90s right now
1: yeah but y'all the heat is different from that up here man
0: it's just hot and miserable when they get up here man but down there you it's, it's okay you know yeah it's it's not um we don't have the humidity yeah we do not have the humidity and i never have to go underground in a tunnel
1: (laughs) yeah that that's the worst when you get on the train it's hot it's miserable and you got people all on you next to you man it's it's disgusting man i can't
0: i can't even imagine being on a train right now i've been down here now for uh, Seven years.
1: Been seven years. Uh, seven years. Seven years went by quick, man. I yeah, I came when you down. first went down.
0: Yeah, I came in twenty twenty. I mean twenty twelve. What the hell am I talking about? 2020. 2012 I came, and the time has literally flew by. Was that the best decision you ever made? Moving down uh there? Sometimes I say yes, and sometimes I say no. It's uh there are things about new york that i miss and the things that i miss mostly is convenience food mm-hmm. being able to walk i right. i probably could have picked a better neighborhood to live in to be able to walk i mean but to right. live i live in a great neighborhood right i mean it's, it's not a lot of crime i never hear i hear I hear animalams and cops because I'm not far from the highway and people speed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's you know put it you this way: when I go to the market, and matter of fact, I had to tell an old man the other day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I go to the market, people leave their purses in the in the carts. Wow, that's, that's what kind of neighborhood I live in, right? Matter of fact, huh. it was an old man; he had to be like 80 years old. He right. had a money bag with him. And this was Friday, Thursday or Friday. He had a money bag full, unzipped, and he was taking money out. And I was like, you know what? You could do that where I come from. He was like, right. really? I was like, listen, dude, you got a money bag full of money, and you're taking it out, and it's laying on top. He didn't have it in his pocket. He had it in his shopping cart. Could you imagine gold with thousands of dollars in his shopping cart? But that's the area I live in. That would have been a riot if he was in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody would As a matter of fact, even if that person didn't get him, they would have called somebody else. Yeah. You know? They definitely would have did that. But see, here's the thing. Everybody here owns guns. So you don't want to really just run up on somebody either. You don't know who that person is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You don't wanna you don't wanna do that. No, I you mean, know what I was looking, I was looking at some sports the other day and I thought about you. I said Doc has the most interesting conversations about sports. a lot of people talk sports and don't know what they're talking about. You know what you're talking about. This kid RJ, RJ Barrett, that the Knicks just uh selected, I think he's the most underrated player that got drafted out of the three people that got drafted the first three. He's going to be good. Mark my words when I tell you this. This guy's going to help that team a lot. And I hate the Knicks, but he's going to help them out.
0: I'm not – you know more than most that I am not a Knicks fan. But Mm -hmm. I could not have been happier for the Knicks. I couldn't (laughs) have been happier for RJ. RJ is a – he's a quality kid. Mm -hmm. Quality. And he's a baller. Now I don't I don't know how him and Knox are going to jive. Because it seems like Knox likes to shoot. Right. Right. But well
1: I I see him and what I see is because that coach that they have, he's a well loved coach. A lot of people love him.
0: Fitzdale. I think
1: yeah. I see him I think him and Dennis Smith are gonna be in the backcourt. They might put R.J. Barrett to the off. I'm looking like they're going to do that. That makes sense if they do that.
0: What they did at Duke was they overhyped Zion and R.J.'s height. Neither one of them is as tall as people think they are. Uh, Right. uh, The tall one is Cam Reddish. He's the tall one. Uh, Zion is only around 6'6". I don't care what nobody says. He's 6'6. Six, six. RJ's mm-hmm. about 6'6. Six, six. So mm-hmm. but he's a wing player. He right, he has right. he, he has more he has more shit to his game than Zion. Zion is just a freak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But he but, but to tell you the truth, RJ brung the best out of uh of Zion, Getting him the ball, doing certain things. They complemented
0: you know, each other. That was a solid team. I mean, Duke's, Duke was a solid team. They underachieved because our, Cam Cam Reddish got hurt a couple of times. RJ got hurt a couple of times. And Virginia was just a class of the ACC. Period. That's all it what? was. Right. Virginia Virginia was better than people gave him credit for because they should have won the title the year before. Mm-hmm. But True. then they True. lost to what Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, or St. Yeah. Mary's or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched yeah. the draft. You watched the draft? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, I I really in, I don't usually enjoy drafts because it's nothing to enjoy. But I enjoyed mm-hmm. the draft because all the kids were like, oh, they, they were cool nobody was arrogant everybody was like they were happy to be drafted even though mm-hmm. we all knew zion was going number one there was no mystery but he didn't he didn't come up on the stage like everybody kissed my ass i'm the guy no he came on the stage right. like damn man i'm you do know, you might never know what it feels like like i do to actually live your dreams and that's what he basically they all were saying we live in our uh-huh. dreams, dudes. This is a great day for us. Right. See, right. I wish, right. I wish you would have called in one of the times when we were discussing um the uh, actual NBA Finals. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a special show. I'll let you know about it. Uh-huh. We can do like a recap of the NBA. Like who do you think is uh-huh. the MVP? Who do you think is the rookie of the year? Who do you think is the most improved? Who's the best defender? Because you know what? After this week, not this week, but next week is when mm-hmm. everything gets really interesting, Chuck. When all the trades will start happening. Free agency is going right. to start to next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I think after the 4th of July, we'll probably have a lot of NBA stuff that we could discuss.
1: Right. Oh, there's going to be a lot. But you know, you know what? I had to uh, argument with a couple of people, and I would explain these to people. You've got to look and analyze the game. When LeBron and the Cavs played against the Warriors, that time when Kevin Love and Kyrie was hurt, people expected them to win still. They expected them to win still because they had LeBron. Why is it different? That they expected Golden State to win with their two players hurt. People are still now you understand what it is to have two of your best players hurt. No Katie, no Clay, and they got out beat. They got straight beat. It'll make a difference if you have a bench or, or you got Golden State the Dubs and all that. People would seem like they were going to a funeral because Golden State lost. I don't give a damn, but I never liked Golden State. I like the Golden State when <laughs> I liked the Golden State when they had Monte Ellis, Freewell. Um, we people don't remember them when they had a good team like that. Baron Davis, all of, they had a good team back then. They beat Denver in the first. Then they lost to Denver in the first round. But people don't remember things like this and. When Kyrie and Love went down, Cavs didn't stand a chance. They didn't care.
0: Didn't yeah, care. and they still took him to six.
1: Exactly. Exactly. LeBron he, took him to six. He put Steph didn't step up like he should have.
0: Yeah, that's not that a team... he, he,
1: he, he he's not a he's not a player to take he can or he shoots three. His defense suck. He's not the best defensive guard I've ever seen. You see what happened when Toronto put a box in one of them. That's the smartest thing Toronto ever did. Uh,
0: You you know what? You're right. There's no crying in sports. And one of those not crying things is you don't have the right. Injuries happen. Injuries happen. You have to take account for injuries. This this win by Toronto is a full fledged win. They have nothing to be ashamed of. It's not their fault KD wasn't there. It's not their fault, Clay missed games. That's not on them. Because if mm. Kawhi was hurt, Golden State fans wouldn't care. Exactly. They wouldn't yeah. care what
1: they, he was. they sure didn't care when he got hurt that when he was in San Antonio and that, that guy did that dirty play on his ankle. They didn't get yeah, that, it because you know was, what they was about. They was about thirty when they was beaten, and when Kawhi
0: went Listen, down, and that was it. Jaja Petrulia and the Golden State Warriors changed my yeah. whole Spurs team.
1: Yeah,
0: they wrecked yeah. my whole Spurs team. That moment right there, when Kawhi went down, the Spurs might not be the same for five years. We need to get somebody, and people don't understand it. I'm a Spurs fan. And I understand nobody wants to sign to go to San Antonio. It's not a sexy place. Mm-hmm. Now I hope I, I I can fantasize all I want. I know I sound like an idiot. I wish that Kawhi would lose his mind and say I'm signing with the. sir. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I'm smoking crack, but that would that would be like the greatest thing ever. My wife mm-hmm. would have to chain me down because I would jump through the window. <laughs>
1: Yo, uh I, I, I was so hurt when that guy went down with that San Antonio because they was gonna beat the they was gonna beat the Warriors no matter what. They were gonna beat the
0: Warriors. Yeah, Kawhi was feeling himself that day too. He was yeah. and uh Lamarcus uh Lamarcus Aldrich showed me that he was basically nothing that series after Kawhi went down, he became invisible. He was garbage. I mean, literally yeah. garbage. And and then yeah. we did a major mistake and gave him more money. I still don't understand why Pop and uh, R.J. Buford gave him more money because him and uh, DeRosa are not going to be the guys that could take. They could take the Spurs to the playoffs every year. But they can't take them deep in the playoffs. They can't. Mm-hmm.
1: they not the guys. The, um, also, Houston needs to dismantle with team. James Harden is the worst player I was. I, I can't watch him because all the ISO ball doesn't win games. You're not going to win nothing with the ISO ball. And Dan Tony is the type of coach, all he wants to do is offense. He does nothing else.
0: Yeah, it's a the brand of basketball Houston plays for the amount of points and everything they put up, it's ugly. It's ugly basketball. It's not something I really want to see. You uh-huh. know, I don't want to see a dude, first of all, shoot 33 free throws a game. Almost every time almost every time down the court, Harding is fouled or pretends to be fouled. And I've kind of had enough with this flopping. I really uh-huh. don't like this flopping shit. Hey, let me just ask you a question. It's kind of basketball related. Huh? Do you, th- no, it is basketball related. Do you think Lonzo Ball would be any better with Zion and the Pelicans?
1: Yes, I was waiting for that. You know why? Because when you play in the LeBron, LeBron is ball-dominated. That's why him and Kyrie couldn't get along because he has to touch the ball coming up the court. Lonzo Ball is more – his father's a jackass, but he's a good player. Lonzo Ball is a good player, and he's going to prove it. He plays defense. He can pass. His shot got to get a little better, but that, that kid is good. And he gets, he gets a, a lot of shaft because of his father. But he's good. Yeah, Lonzo gonna flourish in in the Pelicans. I think,
0: I think, I think that uh, Zion, before the summer's out, is gonna really Mm -hmm. love Lonzo because Lonzo is looking to make you better. Yeah, see,
1: he's a pass. He's a pass. He's a pass first guard.
0: See, people don't realize one thing about sports. Who don't play sports? People who play certain sports, the game is totally different to them than people who watch. See, basketball is not the same to me as it is to you. You spent too many summer nights, too many years, balling. So uh-huh. you know the game, the real inside game. Me, uh-huh. I just see it as a game. And what? most people do. But see, you know the more technical stuff. See, if you ain't never had a drill, you don't know what it is. Boxing one don't mean much. You know, you can't listen to Stephen A and Max and and act like they're the they're the Bible. They're not. A lot of people do that, Doc. Listen to the the Bible. Especially a guy like Max who has never played any sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Stephen A acts like he never played sports, which makes no sense. Scott played college basketball. He played high school basketball in New York. But mm-hmm. if you would to talk to him, you wouldn't even know that he played ball.
1: Nah, I didn't even know he played ball. That's an interesting thing. I didn't know.
0: Yeah, he he played. He's from Queens. He played. He played ball. Then he played at uh, Winston Salem College, down here in North mm-hmm. Carolina. Wow. But he doesn't talk like a He doesn't talk like a basketball play, uh, ex-basketball player, ex basketball player. Like you know, when you hear Chuck and you hear Shaq and you hear Kenny, they break uh-huh. down basketball like players. Right. You know, even Van uh-huh. you know you know who has a very impressive basketball career, most people don't realize? Who? Jeff Van Gundy. Very I, impressive. Heard I, heard I, heard I heard
1: that. I heard that. I heard that.
0: This dude Jeff was like all American point guard, but like Division Two. My thing is with
1: that too, not to cut you off for that. But why doesn't Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson
0: have jobs? Because, because I don't. I, listen, I think Jeff is done with it. But he coached what the Knicks. He coached Houston and maybe somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. So Jeff no, is coach.
1: This is. Just use them in the NNX. That's it.
0: Okay. So he's coached over 10 years. Mark Jackson doesn't like what happened to him in Golden State, even though a lot yeah. of it was Mark Jackson's fault. Right. You can't go in your boss's office and start quoting the Bible. You just can't do that. Especially when he asks you not to do that. But could they both coach today? Hell yeah. Could they be Top paid coaches, yes. But I think they're having too much fun. Think about all the work you don't have to do. Like right Uh now, they could just chill. Uh, An NBA coach Uh is working right now. He's trying to set up how he's going to work these rookies in, how he's going to bring in new players. That shit's a a 365-day-a-year job, man. Once you get that money they got, they go like this, I ain't doing this no more. Right. Because yeah. there's a lot of guys who probably could coach who've never coached in the NBA. And then there's a lot of guys who should be coaching in the NBA, and for whatever reason, they ain't really get the chance. I mean, shit, I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out why Patrick Ewing never got a, at least a good assistant coaching job. Exactly. Exactly. No, Patrick
1: Ewing didn't have a coaching assistant job. He was with the Charlotte Hornets. Remember Michael hired him? Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with that.
0: Okay, because I do know that he's the Georgetown head coach now.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened with
0: that. And then Mark Jackson. I mean, um, Chris Mullins was coaching uh, St. John's for like three years. But you know who's next in line? It's going to be Jerry Stackhouse and Penny Hardaway. They'll be coaching in the NBA for like two years or less. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I think so. I think uh Jerry Stackhouse has got that that, that, that nick to be a coach.
0: And see see Penny is running Penny is running the Southern AAU circuit. That's him. He's like the godfather of the AAU in the South. Right so that means he touches hands with every one of the best young basketball players from the South. So and matter of fact, keep your eye on Memphis this year. I bet you they would be a good team. Yeah, a very good team. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, this, like you said, this year uh, the NBA should be good. I don't think Golden State's gonna be above five hundred.
0: Oh no no no! Listen, hold on. Let me see. Damn, I don't know who they can. Well, F. If Steph twists his ankle and misses ten games, they won't be, because I love Eagle Dower, but he's like seventeen hundred years old, right? Uh, Draymond can't carry a team by himself. He's a great basketball player, but he can't be the he can't be the lead dog. They don't have right. much. They really don't have a lot. And the West is uh-huh. good, man. The West is very uh-huh. good. You got. Minnesota might be on to come up. Denver's good. Utah's good. Uh San Antonio's always gonna be right now, even though they're not at their height, they're still gonna be a seven eight probably every year. That's
1: that that that's a given San Antonio's gonna be like that.
0: Yeah. But
1: you know you know, um
0: Lakers are a playoff team this year. No.
1: Nah. KD is not going to be the same when he comes back from his Achilles injury. Nobody ever was the same when they came back from Achilles injury. Dominique Wilkins, you look at Kobe Bryant. These people, you get Achilles injury, when you a jump shooter like KD is, you need your legs.
0: Yeah, you you know what?
1: You shouldn't have played.
0: I'm going to tip my hat to something you said, Chuck, because people have been lying about this for the last month. Dominique Wilkins did not come back the same player he was. I don't know why people come up with that lie that he did.
1: No, he didn't come back the same player.
0: Listen, I know because I'm a Spurs fan and people forget Dominique played for the Spurs after the injury. Exactly. And he didn't leave us anywhere. He went from averaging 29 points a game when he got to the Spurs, he was dropping 17, and he was like 17 garbage points. You know the yeah. difference. You you play with guys one year they can score 25, and the next year they score 16 but the 16 garbage points.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not like yeah. even 16 points to help you win. It's 16 garbage buckets. I yeah. mean, that's, you know, coming from where we came from, basketball is super important. Basketball is a super important sport in in any, what you want to call ghetto, right? Exactly. I wish I, wish I could have played better than I could, but that shit was not for me, man. I, I always wanted a good handle. I could never get... I mean, I played some Utah, some 21, some three-on-three, but I found out real young, basketball ain't my thing. And not just because of height. I just couldn't just wasn't my thing
1: I, I don't know if you remember this you probably do because you and kev was like like the basketball people that, that come watch me play and stuff like that i used to have three basketball games a day that's
0: i was telling my was wife that
1: it was the most grueling thing but we did it because we loved the game i have a game in queens i have a game in brooklyn at at one o'clock, I have a game in Brooklyn, and three o'clock, I have a game in Queens, and at six o'clock, I have a game in Manhattan. We had energy then. These guys, yeah, they play one game or two games, and that's it. They don't play for the week. We did it three times a week.
0: Yeah, these you you club basketball players, you guys were everywhere, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, you know, it's uh, that that's pretty amazing. And that's why I said there's two different basketballs. There's the one for the fan who never played. And then it's for the dudes who played and coached. Y'all look at mm-hmm. the game totally different. Right. It's a, it's a right. totally different game for y'all. See, y'all see X's and O's. We just see the play, you know?
1: And I, I was telling my daughter the other day, I said, "You you don't remember – she likes basketball too. She played. I said I played against some of the best basketball players you can name: Kenny Anderson, Carmel Anthony. I played against Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom in high school was the freak of nature, a six-nine guard that had handle. He was. They would consider him the next Magic. It was like I just Anthony Mason. I played against a lot of people, man. I mean, people that just. Trent went on to be stars. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. I played against this guy, and this guy, and this guy. Carmelo Anthony is getting a raw deal because he still can play. You been to tell me out of 29 teams in the NBA and all these players as bums, Carmelo Anthony can't be on the team?
0: He can't. No way. You know what, Chuck? Some of it is Mm -hmm. Carmelo's fault. I think that Carmelo screwed up in Houston by not saying, you know, I'll back up a little bit. But don't worry. What you call him is going quietly because they ain't got no money? Mm -hmm. His ass is going to be a Laker. You think so? He'll take the veteran minimum because he don't need money. See, he's not playing for money. Right. Think about it. Carmelo gets a chance to finally play with LeBron. He gets to play with AD and he gets to be a Laker in Los Angeles. They're just waiting for the right moment, and Carmelo's going to sign one of those veteran minimum $3.5 million and play with LeBron in LA. His career is not over. You just see the film? He's out working out now. Wow. Because if Carmelo was done, Why wouldn't he just be chilling with Lala and his kids somewhere instead of sitting in the gym shooting 300 jumpers a day? So he already knows he's going to play. They're just trying to be mellow with it because the Lakers screwed up with AD by not freeing up enough cap space. So they can't go out and get somebody big. They got to get... And first of all, Carl is a fit because he's a jump shooter. That's what they need. You need a jump shooter on the wing. Right. right, you know, they need somebody who could stand on that wing, who's not because Carmelo been, I think Carmelo's days of taking it to the hole and kind of burning these young guys, that's over. Yeah, that's over. That's
1: over. You're right.
0: you right. He, that's he, over. Yeah, he ain't coming to the lane and 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 just taking Carl Anthony Thompson to the to the paint. No, but he could stay. He could sit. Think about it. Dirk did it. Dirk's been done for, I say, five or six years, and he still played. He just said, "The hell with it." I stay outside and shoot all day. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I what I think is the Knicks that big thing with Phil Jackson and the Knicks really messed up Carmelo. Messed him up. He's looked at a bad attitude, dude. Which, and 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 to tell you the truth, Phil Jackson ruined the fucking Knicks, and I hate. It. You know, me and you, I think we're the most the most two dudes that hated the Knicks more than anything. And I, I think, I think that jacked him
0: up. Yeah, uh, you know what? Your boys are gonna have a big come up. you might, y'all might get, y'all should be able to get two players. And I'm talking to Brooklyn Nets. Y'all you know, should be able to get right. two players. I hope one of the players is they don't shoot low and go for Jimmy Butler. You got to go better uh-huh. than Jimmy. Butler. I think the right. Nets I think the Nets could actually sit a year waiting for KD, which I think they're going to try to do. But I think right. that Kyrie Irving is your guy automatically. I think y'all got him in the pocket. Uh-huh.
1: Nobody wants to go to the Knicks because of James Dolan. That's why nobody's been getting all. Oh, if they didn't have James Dolan,
0: he's an asshole. But James Dolan, Dolan is—he ain't giving that up. Nah, he's not. Didn't his father give him that team? Yeah, he's been given everything in his life. He didn't earn anything. His father gave him that and cable vision. Wow, that's where the real his money father- comes—cable vision.
1: His father was. His father had Viacom, didn't
0: he? Yeah, which didn't he? which owns K-Vision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where James Dolan has, has never had to do anything. You know, hey, you, you're you in New York. You see the papers. Didn't he just try to ban the Daily News from covering the Knicks? Wow. He did? He, yeah. He came out, I think, on Instagram or something and said he no longer will allow the New York Daily News to cover the Knicks. I mean, that's insane. It's one of the biggest places in New York. It's crazy. Daddy are you a hip-hop fan? Yeah. Okay, next week, if you got time, five minutes or whatever, even if you can only call in for a little while, we're doing our all-hip-hop show. I got a bunch of people calling in. I, I, I'll be. I'll, see, right now,
1: I'm calling you because I'm getting ready to go to work now. I'm gonna close out. But next week, I'll be there. I'll be. I'll be on the hip hop because my my topic with hip hop is old school rap, better than new school rap.
0: Listen, we gonna deal with old school. We going all the way back to the 80s, my friend. We going go, from I the the like, 80s. This, to this, to this is gonna be a good show. That's going to be yes. a good show. I, a lot to say about that. Okay, that's a beautiful thing. Well, Chuck, man, go go handle your business, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. I really do.
1: Thanks, Doc. I, I'll talk to you soon.
0: Okay, peace, brother.
1: Peace.
0: Hey, let me tell you people a little trick. If you ever get a spam caller, this is what you do. You get one of these phone calls that come to your phone your cell phone or your home phone and you don't know the number, don't go through a long, drawn-out fight with the person. Pick up the phone, especially when you're 100% sure you don't know the person. Just pick up the call and go like this. Not only will you laugh, but you'll get rid of them. Just say, 100th caller, you're on the air. And watch them be dead silent. And as soon as they open their mouth to say a word, say, 100th caller, you're live, on the air, into the call. That person will never call you again. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So we was just talking about, just talking to my boy Chuck there about hip-hop. And so finally, Young Buck stepped back to 50 Cent this week with a new song, a diss track called Full Feet. I guess that's what he's calling 50 Cent these days. It's not the best song. It's not the best diss but I appreciate the effort. I appreciate that he's put the challenge out that 50 Cent is a rapper and he can't hide behind just attacking people on IG, Facebook, or Snapchat, or Twitter. He needs to actually get in the studio and make a retort. Even though a lot of rappers in the course of history have never responded back to diss tracks, but 50 has in the past and this is a time that he should. If he proves he still has any kind of skills whatsoever other than just being a celebrity, uh, an IG funny guy celebrity, I mean, because he's the rap version of uh, Joel and B, always with a smart line, always with a witty video. But let's see if he has anything left lyrically to come back at Young Book with. And I'm sure he shouldn't be totally frightened because this wasn't, like I said, This was no ether. This was not a no Vaseline situation, but it was a decent track and I do applaud the effort. So young buck, good to you, brother. So we still got people dying over the Dominican Republic. Insane. We're up to 14 now. I've been talking about this now running three weeks. 14 people have now died in the Dominican Republic under these mysterious circumstances. I want to hear somebody in our government I want to hear somebody in their government speak. I would like them to be Dominican Republic to be added to the no travel to list or to be on the lookout for travel to list. I don't want that country to suffer, but this is outlandish. This is real bullshit and something has to happen. So Richard Ross, the police commissioner in Philadelphia, had to suspend. This is out. Now you're talking about insane. Seventy-two. Philadelphia cops, put them on administrative duty, and start an investigation because they are a member of racist, Islamophobic social media websites. If you are wearing that uniform, you have to be wise enough to know that you can't associate with Nazis, you can't associate with skinheads, you can't associate or comment or view you are a public servant some things you have to kind of ignore when you have certain jobs when you have certain positions in life there are certain things that you must ignore even though you might not want to you should and if not when you suffer the consequences because you're involved with said things that's someone new i mean do i think anything really is going to come of this internal investigation 72 cops is a lot How do you replace those man hours? How do you replace those people who are comfortable in certain areas? But now you have to look at their dealings. How many of these cops who are members of these sites have uh, misconduct citations that are being investigated by these same groups of people who they online are claiming to hate, despise, want them to go home, to be banned, YZ. So this, this this is a real big can of worms. And I don't envy Richard Ross, the police commissioner of Philadelphia, one iota. It's a bad thing he's got going on over there. Now, we talked about Lonzo Ball. The ball, I just got to say this is going to be real quick. He got banned from ESPN due to some inappropriate comments that Molly Krum rose took when he stated to her i switch gears with you anytime i didn't find it to be salacious i didn't find it to be overtly sexual i think that she took it in a certain kind of way because she might not like him to begin with and i think that we made a mountain out of a molehill on this one i mean do i need to hear from him no do i need to hear from any of the nba mlb ufc NFL players' parents, per se? No. Was he the most loquacious of them all? Yes. Will I miss him? Not a bit. He could always have his own podcast. I'm sure Fox Sports will love to have the same guy who's banned from ESPN. So, I think as far as he's concerned, this is not going to hurt him one bit. But, I didn't see it. I listened to it. I watched it live. I just did not see it. I thought her response was uh, of arrogance. I thought her response was that no man can resist me type uh, arrogance on her part. So she probably thinks any man who comes within 50 feet of her wants her. and it's, she's not going to be every man's type. And Molly Quimrose needs to grow up and realize you might be a nice looking young lady, but to somebody, you're yeah, a dog. Okay. I watched this guy, Arturo Castro's alternation. And for the first episode, I found it to be very funny. I found it to be thought invoking. So I'm going to give this show a thumbs up. I never seen him on Narcos. I heard his character on Narcos was great. But this particular one, I loved. I loved. So Beyonce's daddy says that his daughter' career benefited from skin tone bias. Here's the deal, people. Light skin makes America more comfortable than dark skin. Real talk. Light skin makes America more comfortable than dark skin. That is real talk. There's no bullshit in that statement that I just made. It always was. It always will be in this country. Does it make you more talented? No. But say the same exact songs. A woman built the same exact way. Actually with the same exact looks. But four shades darker than Beyonce. Does she reach the height of Beyonce and have a beehive? Look at history and see who has. Who is that woman? as four shades darker. Where is that actress who is four shades darker than Halle Berry? Halle Berry is still looked upon as the most iconic black actress and she couldn't act in Viola Davis's, she couldn't carry Viola Davis's shoes. But once again, darker skin makes America uncomfortable. Lighter skin America can tolerate to a certain degree. Obama, if Obama was Wesley Snipes' color, he would have never been voted president of the United States. Never. Bank that. So a lady accused Donald Trump of rape. He said back in the mid-90s, Donald Trump uh, raped her at Bergdorf Goodman. Naturally, Trump says he never met the lady. He doesn't know her from a can of paint. And sure enough, the very next day, which is today, a picture has been released with Donald Trump and said, E. Gene Carroll together in a picture. So, this guy, I mean, he is really Teflon. He's a sleazy, slimy individual who can't tell the truth. If you ask him what today is, today is Sunday, he will definitely tell you sometime Thursday or between Friday. If you ask them what time it was, it's almost 10 o'clock. He'll tell you it was 8.30 at night. If it's sunny outside, he'll tell you it's raining. Um, I guess E. Carol needed to, uh, E. Jean Carroll needed to get this off her chest so she could feel good about going on with her life. But nothing will come of this. It seems like nothing comes of anything this man does. From the beginning, the middle, and to the end. Everything to do with him is just like kind of rhetoric, and you know, Pelosi, Chuck, AOC, Omar—they can all attack him as much as they want, but there's no real oomph to it. It's it's like just fucking blowing air in a balloon, and the and the balloon at the back end has a hole, so it's a waste of time and energy. And this is going to be the last thing before I get out of here. This kid, Kyle Cushen, he's a survivor of the Parkland, Florida shooting. He had his scholarship or acceptance, I don't know if it was a scholarship or not, acceptance to Harvard rescinded. And I say this is fair. Being 16, and you know better at 16, we have to stop treating 16-year-olds as though they're 10, because they're not. 16, you're away, you're a year or two away from being able to die in the United States military. Serve your country. He posts his uh, stuff online using the word nigga 11 times. I got to say it as it is. I ain't going to N-word you. You don't put a post out there with the word nigga 11 times, and at some point in time, you can't pull the trigger in your brain and say, you know what? I know I'm trying to to get under people's skin. I'm trying to uh, round people up. I'm trying to make people remember me as being outrageous and outlandish. But, you know, when you say practice makes perfect, that's you basically also saying, I've used it many times before. And to think something like this, he should have got ahead of it. He should have got ahead of it and say, you might see some things. And I'm not the same person who did that. I, I believe that people evolve people change. Just because you was a piece of shit one day don't mean that you're a piece of shit forever. I don't put that on anybody. Some people change. Even the most horrible characters on the planet change. We evolve. We grow. We learn. Hopefully, if you don't do any of those things, you should die. But you know what? There are other colleges. And I understand Harvard not wanting to be associated with this mess. So I I don't fault them for rescinding because he's not the only one. They said that they rescinded at least 10 to 20 other kids for other social media activities. Now, if this Kyle Kushner really wants to do something, he can get out there and say, not only did I survive Parkland Florida shooting, but I'm going to educate young people that you need. I'm, I'm an example that there's uh, repercussions for your actions. So be very careful what you post, how you post, when you post, what you sites you post to. This generation has got to wise up about how and what they do as young people will affect them going into the work work world, going into college, going into the military, running for office. This stuff, it doesn't go away, people. Well, this is Doc, and this has been Strange Talk with Doc, and I appreciate you listening to me. appreciate you Chuck for calling in today brother and like I said next week June 30th at 9 a.m we're doing a special hip-hop only show no you will not hear music you'll hear some knuckleheads give their opinion about what they think was the best of the best the worst of the worst etc etc and you can like I said see reach the show by just putting in your favorite search engine search Strange Talk with Doc, and then just, or you can call in live. If you look at this on YouTube, you'll see that I have a link with pictures. Well, you just come to my Facebook page. Facebook page is Doc McQueen, and all the information to the show will be there. The questions that will be asked will be there, so you can do your research if you want to do so, and I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time when I In this show, people, peace to you and peace to yours.